Princess Rise for their Majesties of Royally Obsessed, the podcast for all things royals. Stand by! Three cheers for Her Majesty the Queen! Welcome back to Royally Obsessed. I'm Caitlin Menza. And I'm Lisa Ryan. And it's time for your weekly update on the royal news you need to know. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. We love the Facebook group and we're jumping in regularly now. So come on by and join. Um, (laughs) Subscribe to the podcast and leave us the royal rating of a five-star review. We obviously love your reviews. This week, we are joined by Sally Holmes, who is the digital director of MarieClaire.com. Hello. Welcome. Hi. Welcome. As I did that, I realized it should be Mary Claire, right? It, it, it's, it's French, so yes. Yes. Wait, I know. what? I know. <laughs> I've been calling like my, it Marie Claire my whole life. I know. It's like the Eugenie. Eugenie? Yeah. It's, oh it's mind-blowing, all of it. Yeah. What? The thing oh is, you can know it, but it's still really hard mm-hmm. to, like, I've been writing for Marie Claire for years, and I still just can't. It sounds a little pretentious, I think. It's mm-hmm. hard not, it's hard to introduce Marie that. Claire. Marie Claire. It's you like can just how, say it's chic because it's French. It I, is. Like when I say Eugenie, I have to say Eugenie. Eugenie. I can't say it in it like a to, normal way. It has exactly. to be really dramatic. Mm-hmm. In any case, <laughs> Sally is here to chat with us about the royals. Um, on this week's episode, we are talking about uh, Poopgate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're calling it. That's what we're calling okay. it. It's I my think, favorite thing. I think you, if you don't know what that is, clearly you want to keep listening. Um, we have more details on Eugenie's wedding, and we're doing a special Best of Will and Kate segment with Sally, because she used to cover them a lot, as I we did. all did. I still do. Yeah. I still have such a warm spot in my heart. Of course. And they're not going anywhere. This is... Never. We're all in women's media. We will never not be covering Will and Kate. To our listeners, we're recording a few days early, because Kate... Lynn, <laughs> our, Caitlin, our world traveler, is going on a trip. Yeah, so watch my Instagram. Um, and we have a royal refreshment. This week's royal refreshment is... And now it's time for the weekly royal cocktail. Vodka soda. Yes. The soda is from our, our dear friends at Bevy, the machine down the hall. So it's raspberry flavored. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, a delight. I yeah. didn't. But <laughs> and poor Sally got the one that I poured too much vodka in. So good luck, Sally. I good luck, Sally. It's a good welcome. Welcome to Royally <laughs> Obsessed. So as you guys know, we love getting your DMs on Twitter and Instagram and reading questions on the Facebook group. And you can send emails uh, of comments or questions to info at gallerypodcasts.com. Uh, Lisa and I got a tweet this week at Lisa Saraya and Hey K Men's. What are y'all's thoughts on this story? Uh, she linked to a story. I'm a podcast listener and fan living in Colombia. The podcast has been so good since no one really knows here who the British royal family is or really cares. Amanda, I'm very sad that you're going through that in Colombia, um, but we thank you for asking the question. So the story she was referring to was a Cosmo UK story that um, just uh, where a body language expert discussed all the ways in which Meghan Markle subtly avoids upstaging Prince Harry. Um, so my first inclination when I saw this story and this headline was, um, yeah, that sounds about right. You know, (laughs) she like I don't think it's a very dramatic um, realization that there are subtle things that she does that let him sort of lead the way, like in public. Well, it's kind of her job. She's not supposed to upstage him. She is. I mean, she's, of course, a well-rounded person with interests and she's strong, independent, et cetera. But her job is to be the wife of the prince. And so she's not supposed to upstage him. But I I don't know. I I don't want to like. Okay, first of all, my dream is to be 
a body language expert. <laughs> I've wanted to be one for so long. I look at these pictures of these celebrities. You know, I go through Getty, look at the paparazzi images, and I'm like, I'm analyzing them all the time, and I always think I know what's happening. So I assume these experts are somewhat legit, but I don't really think they are. I mean, the thing is, I don't disrespect their line of work, let's call it, but uh, they are, what's interesting about a body language expert is they're referring to things that you obviously observe, but you don't necessarily have the words for, I think. But I think that if you saw, for example, the engagement interview, or if you see any of these photos where she's touching the small of his back, Mm -hmm. those are my favorite because she's also an actress. So she knows like where you're supposed to stand and where to be in the spotlight. And I think she has that presence and he isn't trained like that. And he's just kind of a normal human, except not at all normal and has been doing this his whole life. Maybe not as enthusiastically as she has. Right. So I think that little bit of that little push kind of helps. But yeah, I think they both have training in a certain way of how to behave in front of a crowd. Um, But yeah, I think the fact that she chose that, it it is really interesting. And the body language expert says it's quite a theatrical based technique referring to the way that she Usually when they're entering an event, she'll put her hand on his lower back and sort of push him forward just a teeny tiny bit um, so that he is really running the show and entering before her and like leading the way. And she's just following. Um, Obviously, as feminist ladies, it's like not thrilling whenever she has to just follow him. But the rules are the rule. Like he's the royal. He's the prince. But also they all just want her picture. So like let's let him get that one shot and then they can all line up to get the full body of her without him in the picture to kind of mess up the outfit that's true yeah. well what we've seen is we've like looked at lots of um videos of things that were later captured in images so remember like a few weeks or months ago when they had that picture perfect kiss at the polo match mm-hmm. and yes. we were like this is like the fairy tale kiss oh my god then you so look, awkward <laughs> yeah but you look at the video and it's literally like this the quickest peck ever mm-hmm. yeah so i don't know i feel like these moments where maybe she touches his back I don't know that she's necessarily putting her hand there for a long period of time. It might just be like she lightly touches his back. Yeah. I mean, for this story, they have a whole, you know, they they embedded a bunch of photos, of course, of the couple illustrating all these examples of how she pushes him forward. But I do think that at the end of the day, it's a natural thing to touch your husband's lower back at a public event um, and that kind of thing. There, I mean, there's other... Prince, looking at these photos, there are other Prince Harry body language things I'd prefer to discuss, like his penchant for putting the just hand. two fingers into his yes, jacket. Yes, so good. Oh. It's a tick. He does it. It is a tick. Oh it's usually when he's nervous, um, most notably when they were announcing their engagement, mm-hmm. and he like didn't take his hand out of the suit the whole time. Like One hand is holding Megan's, and she has both her hands wrapped around his, and the other, he's like putting his fingers in and out of his jacket in this like very funny way. I don't wow, know. I don't think I'm really obsessed enough because <laughs> I did not see that. Oh my god, you can go to MarieClaire.com and see an entire <laughs> exactly. slideshow. Okay, sorry, do you mean Mary Claire? Yeah, yeah, sorry, exactly. Mary Claire. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so those are our thoughts, Amanda Draper. Um, thank you for writing in. I I'm not super offended by it. I guess is my conclusion. no. I think I think it's natural. Yes, I agree. I just want people to pay me to analyze body language. Yeah, so it can be arranged. Somebody, it can be. Arranged. You can follow me around and and. Analyze mine. <laughs> Doing it right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you seem thrilled to be here. That's our conclusion. Um, and now we'll go to This Week in Royal History. And now, This Week in Royal History. September 13th, 1940. This is a dark one. Um, yeah, actually, I kind of liked lately that all of our histories were like weddings, births, weddings. Um, Queen Elizabeth is the longest reigning monarch. Yeah. And now this one's like 
World War II. Yeah, it, this week in 1940, uh, the Germans bombed um, bombs fell on Buckingham Palace while the king was in residence. The Queen Mother said, was quoted, now we can look the East End in the face, which is pretty dark as well. Um, so yeah, that's that's what was happening there. And of course, like you have to think about Queen Elizabeth, then Princess Elizabeth as a young girl during this as that is playing out and how that impacted her and she really she didn't know she would be queen yet but so much of what she did during world war ii i think forged her identity with her people and with the press you know they never left london or her giving up her um rat her fabric rations for her wedding dress that kind of thing she was a good one she is a good one it's just kind of a bummer. I don't really want to talk about it. <laughs> we don't have to. We can go I'm straight so from sorry. We can go straight from World War II to poop if you'd prefer. <laughs> we have to. This is this is the most important news story of the it's year. Our, it's our our own duty. Um, duty. Oh my god, I'm sorry. <laughs> I really didn't mean it. I it's really your royal didn't. duty. It was our royal duty. Yes. Um, speaking of royal duty, okay. So how do you even introduce this story? Okay, so a woman named Lisa Petrillo. Who maybe uh, we should have on the show next. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lisa, are you listening? <laughs> it's Lisa. <laughs> Lisa um, to Lisa. Yeah. So she works for a CBS affiliate in, I believe, Miami. Mm-hmm. And she was in London on vacation. And she just posted a picture of a woman walking a dog. And she wrote um, in her tweet, so incredibly enough, walking by Kensington Royal, we spotted this beautiful woman with a familiar air outside the entrance to the private residence where Harry and Meghan live. Meghan? Her dog was doing his business. She couldn't have been sweeter. So the picture is a woman in all black, like exactly what you would assume someone who does not want to be noticed yeah. or who's being theatrically incognito <laughs> would wear um, a black tennis or sorry black baseball hat um black tennis shoes black jeans black jacket jacket. over a black t-shirt yeah yeah and then she's walking a dog who is pooping (laughs) so the photo yeah the photo that lisa um tweeted out is megan it looks like she's me i actually thought she was looking at her phone but i think she's just holding um the leash in two hands and then the dog in front of her is mid squat um not just squat like undeniably pooping so there's like poop coming out of it <laughs> we'll stop <laughs> sorry i don't like talking about we were just stuff. we were just talking about how sally works at a chic place we can't, <laughs> just, no i'm obsessed with the story yeah okay. this is the story of the week yeah. yeah so the picture came out obviously everyone picked it up immediately but then tmz started with the denial from kensington palace saying that it sources were saying it wasn't her and then other royal reporters were saying that it wasn't her yeah and Listen. But here's the thing. So, I have eyeballs. Yeah, but okay. Let's. But go it's not her. The, okay, it's not her dog, right? Yeah, that's not the dog. That's the thing. That's the only thing that is yeah. keeping me saying maybe it's not her because. Okay. Also, maybe there's a couple things. Yeah, I was gonna I'm gonna say, go let's, th- let's do point counterpoint. Yes. Yeah. So counterpoint, we don't know her to have what this looks like a king cavalier spaniel. If I may breed this dog, mm-hmm. right? Doesn't it kind mm-hmm. of or like a cocker spaniel maybe? Um, it's not her beagle. It's not a beagle. Who just wrote the book, I, as you discussed last <laughs> yes. week, I think. Or it's not new, Guy the Beagle. Or her new dog. And it's not a black Labrador retriever, which is Although what we know they got. Do we? Has we it been do. confirmed? Yes. Well, people wrote about it. And yeah. You know, when they write about it, it's like pretty Yeah, they have a they have a Labrador <laughs> retriever. I don't know. What if it's not? <laughs> 
No, I think they released a statement about no, it. No, I don't. I don't. No, think it was all like. Palestine. Oh my god, is everything? I everything is a lie. <laughs> like I'm sweat. I'm actually. I just started sweating. You're right at the was, idea that Oz, the Labrador Retriever, maybe doesn't exist. I don't think it was like official confirmation, but I think it was places that when they say that sources say yes, definitely real okay. real spots have confirmed that or okay. said this. But I mean, no one's laid eyes. Okay. Yeah. We have Where no Christmas card yet. Justice for Oz. Right. Okay, so our producer just told us it was just a Labrador retriever. We <laughs> added in the black. <laughs> Maybe to go with the black well, outfit. Kate, yeah. Kate has a black lab. Lupo. Right? No, it's, it's that's it? a cocker spaniel. Oh, but God. he is black. Oh, God. I miss Lupo. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> Delete <okay>. everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, yeah. So point, point against this being true is that we don't know this dog. This is a strange dog. We've never heard of this dog before. So there's that. Then the counterpoint is... What if we don't know about this dog? Yeah, it could be that they got a dog and that People Magazine got it wrong, though they rarely do, and that this is actually the dog that they got, this little fluffy thing. Third um, wild card possibility. Mm-hmm. I've been deep diving this yes, real please. hard. That she loves dogs. And this is another dog that is part of the Kensington Palace family. Yeah. So yes. she I would like, I'll walk the dog. I love that story for so many reasons. The not the least of which is that it means that Meghan Markle is a crazy dog person as yes, I am. That she she's is. just like, what you know, lady in waiting's dog can sure. I walk? Well, that's why the Queen likes her because of the corgi's reaction. Yeah, because they're they're wacky dog people. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that's interesting. Um, my biggest point in favor of this being Megan is it looks like her. <laughs> yes. It looks like her. Like it's the same face shape. That's it, the It's thing. the same delicate like little chin because you most of her eyes are sort of covered because she has a baseball cap pulled low. But I just think it looks like her bone structure. Um, somebody pointed out that she's holding the leash mm-hmm. in the same way that she has held the leash of her previous dogs when she was photographed by paparazzi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that she like tends to loop the handle, um, the dog leash around her hands and like hold it tightly. Um, a counterpoint is her pants don't fit. But I'm then I guess- something rude. Please. Oh, yes, please. <laughs> this isn't the first time she's worn clothes that haven't fit. That's exactly. absolutely true. That's undeniably correct. And this is not- formal wear which perhaps is a harder trickier thing but maybe these are you know how many pairs of pants i have at home that are like oh i wore those 10 years ago and like house pants house pants that (laughs) those they didn't throw them out they don't actually fit but the only other person who sees them has to love me and so i don't throw them out I'm just so glad to hear you guys say house pants because that's a freelancer. That's all I wear is house pants. Mm-hmm. And then um, it another, makes a lot of sense. Another point in favor would be okay. So Lisa Petrello, mm-hmm. she has a verified Twitter account. She's a journalist. Yeah. So like she's and she not spoke go to in. her. Yeah. And so a friend of the podcast Elizabeth Holmes at E Holmes um, tweeted it out, and Lisa actually replied to Elizabeth, and she wrote, "Crazy fun. I didn't mean to capture the dog action." It happened to be the second as I took the second as I took pick. She bent down to pick it up. The dog came over to me while I walked by. I said, cute dog. She smiled, said thanks, and walked inside. Yeah. Yes, the inside part. And then she said, yeah. hashtag it was her. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, and, Lisa. But like, okay, I think maybe if the dog wasn't pooping they would have mm-hmm. been okay yes. with it yeah so tmz reported a source at the palace tells us the po- the photo posted by the reporter is not megan and it's not her dog the mess is someone else's Shh. so first of all what source is telling tmz anything but also cursing what british human is contacting tmz and cursing jessica mulroney perhaps but 
I am amused that anybody at the palace would get in touch with TMZ to correct this story. But yeah, I think they wouldn't love it because she happened to be picking up poop. But otherwise, I think it's a charming story. It's Megan popping out to walk a dog. I don't think they'd lie, though. Like, what if someone else took a photo and it's her face? Yeah. You know, it's is it worth it? They've confirmed a lot of other un you know, not pooping dog stories, but not great stories that have happened. That's a great point. Like, they don't get involved with the Thomas Markle fray. Why would they come out to be like, excuse me, we'd like to comment on Poopgate? Unless it's also a safety thing and they don't want people to know that she was outside like that. But Maybe. Kate's been photographed out in Kensington Palace a bunch and they like on the grounds and they've never denied that it was her but I've also never seen her next to a dog that was pooping but (laughs) like I do believe that all dogs go to the bathroom so I assume if there is a dog it will go go. I think it's her yeah I think think it's it's her her. that's absolutely my conclusion I want to believe I love Kensington Palace all good things Mm -hmm. please don't come for me Kensington Palace but (laughs) I I think it's her no there's not a doubt in my mind it just it looks exactly like her it was right near the entrance of their private residence like she was sweet this reporter spoke to her like no yeah Um, I did see one tweet in that thread that was like okay but where's her security like why would she be walking around by herself and someone else pointed out that like She's like three feet from the door, A, uh, of the residence. And also there might be security all around Mm -hmm. that we just can't see. Yes, I think Elizabeth Holmes also on her Instagram Mm -hmm. was saying that they pride themselves, her security, on not being super obvious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So So there we go. Yeah, I think I'm glad we're all on the same page. It's undeniable. Undeniable. Mm -hmm. Undeniable poop. Well, then from poop to love. (laughs) (laughs) From poop to a beautiful royal wedding at Windsor Castle. So we have new details on Eugenie. Yeah. So her wedding is now less than a month away. It's on October 12th. And uh, the wedding invitations just went out. And the Vanity Fair had like the exclusive on them. And they look different than Will and uh, (laughs) Harry and Meghan's. Yes. If I may repeat something Sally said before we started it was the down market version I feel bad I feel so <laughs> terrible but it's, it's not an accident though the thing no, is it is true right they're not they're not the chosen ones no. in the same way yeah, they're but really then not. also I'm torn about it because if you I guess if you have the chance to get married at Windsor Castle why would you not get married at Windsor Castle and I think they were planning it before Harry and Meghan announced right well I saw something today oh my gosh I wish I knew where I saw it and maybe it's even from a tabloid and I couldn't believe it or who knows but I saw someone say that at first that they were planning on maybe doing it in September but then because of Megan and Harry's schedule they had to Mm. change it to October and also the timing of it is really interesting because immediately after Harry and Megan go on their trip right yeah so I assume they didn't really have a lot of flexibility in the planning of this wedding but I don't know it's just it's like I don't know it's like having Taylor Swift is your bridesmaid. Like, well, yeah. you're confident. Yeah. yeah that's a great <laughs> like, point. That's a great thing. You're like, I don't care that the wedding of the decade just happened. And in the same location with the same family. Less than a few months prior. Yeah. and Three. Yeah. And like, I'm going to do it again. But um, so I was Four. like reading about this and we don't know that much yet. Like, we don't know what's happening with the dress, obviously. Um, we know that Beatrice is going to be maid of honor. I Ray, that Fergie is doing something a little bonkers about it. Yeah, crazy hat or something. But, yeah. Okay. Is, isn't it tragic that Beatrice won't be wearing a hat? 
oh as God, a maid of honor. Mm-hmm. Wow. I hadn't considered that. I'm so sorry to be the first to <laughs> bring that up. Yeah. yeah as we know, um, Beatrice usually wears the wackiest hats, including the infamous uterine hat yeah. at William and Kate's wedding. But something I was thinking about today about this. So, okay, before I even go into this, we know that the wedding is a two day bash. Mm-hmm. There's going to be like the black tie, formal uh, royal wedding and then like the reception after and then the next day there's going to be a day-long festival which is weird to me it's gonna be on the grounds of Windsor like what is awesome is it like Coachella for royals like I'll go yeah will Louis be there how do we say it that's a great question Louis Louis. yes Louis Louis. um I think this might be one of our first appearances of Louis for sure oh yeah that would be great well he's so young I don't know I don't think I I could see him being at the Coachella version (laughs) festival yes like doing the stalls whatever wearing (laughs) a flower crown but I don't know if because he's not a page boy obviously because he can't even roll over probably yet, <laughs> yeah you, know? you so, can't hold up part of the dress mm-hmm. one thing i was thinking today because one of my favorite parts of the royal wedding of megan and harry was something that we didn't get to see and is completely tacky and we've talked about repeatedly it's the casamigos mm-hmm. spawn con wedding so reception <laughs> with so george good. clooney mm-hmm. so um eugenie's fiance jack brookshank or brooks Brooksbank. bank brooks, brooks bank, bank. I was like, no, make it sound richer. Yeah, make it sound (laughs) much much richer. Um, Well, he is the UK rep for Casamigos. Oh, Oh my God. I don't think I knew that. Oh, oh boy, he is. (laughs) So I'm wondering, is this also going to be a SpawnCon Casamigos thing? Is George going to be there? Is he going to be slinging the drinks behind the bar again? Is Amal going to be there? Are we going to hear reports of him dancing with Eugenie this time? Because last time he danced with Kate and Megan. Have oh, some gosh. have some self respect, George. I don't know. And didn't he just sell it for a billion dollars, or was it just valued at a billion? Like, I, he's he's doing just fine with this Casamigos thing, but like, it's definitely going to play a role. I can't believe that's Jack's job. That's he used to manage a nightclub. Wow. <laughs> I guess it's a smooth transition from nightclub life to tequila representation. But and now he's bad. he's marrying quite well. So I mean, I guess him. I don't mind if George and Amal are there also because that's more likely to get it on my television as opposed to like having to do some sort of VPN satellite, what have mm-hmm. you, to get Eugenie's wedding on my computer. Yeah. So I'll take it. I'll take it. And also, I Amal was like one of my best dressed at the royal wedding. So yes. I would love to see her in another fascinator. I'm just glad there's another royal wedding happening. You know? Exactly. Um, what else do we have? We've got... A special, special oh yeah, well of course we have a very special segment that we're doing now about a little walk down memory lane about William and Kate. Yes, it's a perfect transition, really talking yeah. about royal weddings. That's true, completely. That's true. So Sally has covered them for so long. Um, well, I went to London for the royal wedding of <gasps> Will and Kate. Did you really? I did with my mom because she was working at CBS and covering it herself as well. And so we Amazing. bunked together. Oh Does God. she know Lisa Petrillo? <laughs> I should ask her. Should I'll please, text her. Please ask her. Text Lisa. <laughs> yeah. Tell us about. Yeah. A lot of questions Kate. there. So what was it like to go to London for the wedding? It How was, close were you or where were we you? We were across the street from the cathedral. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. And people were camped out for days to get the front row. Yeah. I mean, of it was amazing. My How God. did you get such a good space? Well, we that's where the setup was. And mm-hmm. then we relocated for the day during to the um where the 
the procession was happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And because there are people lined up the whole whole way. Um, And so we just kind of set up there super early and I was with my mom and a cameraman and we had to hold him up on a Apple box to get over all the people because the crowds were there and people dressed up. They were dancing and singing in the streets. It was very fun. Wow. That's awesome. Did you get to see them in the processional? We did. We saw them go by. So when we had Lainey from Laney Gossip on, she's talked about going to both that one and um, Megan and Harry's. And she said that the Will and Kate one, there's just like nothing like it. She'll never see anything like it again. Because he I mean, he's like the just heir the to the scale. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, everyone was just so excited. And Regent Street had all these flags. It was so decked mm-hmm. out in the days going. I mean, it was just amazing. And everyone was so happy, which yeah. is funny. You're like, it's like going to your friend's 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 wedding as a date so you can get super <laughs> drunk and no one be able to tell because they're yeah. like who's that girl everyone was just so happy because they're having the best time that's amazing that actually reminds me what do you do after the royal wedding like they go off to their very fancy luncheon what did you do that afternoon um i myself went back i walked because all the streets were closed and there right. was just like pictures of will and kate's heads <laughs> on the ground <laughs> and confetti I walked the streets, got ramen, sat on the floor of the hotel room and ate ramen because I was so tired. That sounds like a great day. It was heaven. It was perfect. I love that. So and you've covered them for a while. So what is your favorite sort of gossip story from those old days before they got married? My very favorite, which we were talking about before, was the roller disco moment. (laughs) It's kind of hard to talk about William and Kate pre-2011 without remembering, of course, their breakup and how they each spent it. So those very memorable photos of Kate Middleton at like a roller rink disco party Mm -hmm. and she's wearing a green sequined halter top and like teeny tiny yellow shorts pants Mm -hmm. yeah yeah hot pants is definitely the term um and it was definitely a moment of like here's what you're missing well I'm Mm -hmm. gonna be in like I know I'm gonna be photographed and she behaves so unmiddleton like honestly it's so great. It's so great. She's like laughing. Like she's clearly having a great time. Her cheeks are flushed. At one point she like, I don't know if she fell down first, but she just lies down on the floor of the roller rink, mm-hmm. um, which is disgusting. So gross. <laughs> but I guess as a roller, they're not, they're the roller skates, right? Yeah, yeah sure. Outside sure. Skates. It's just gross. You know. um, I'm just remembering like the musty roller, the yeah. like one roller rink probably left in New Jersey that I went to as in middle school um, and held a boy's hand as we like skated around in a circle mm-hmm. to in sync. It was magic. Um <laughs> actually I'm reading about it right now and I don't know if they were actually broken up at that time or it was he was about to break up with her. Oh interesting. Because, um he he was like going through these periods of time where he was doing the RAF training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would just kind of disappear on her. And so it's oh, one like, of her weekends alone in London. Yeah. So okay. he was ignoring her. But this was something like, oh you're going to ignore me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go have the best time ever. Well, yeah. the breakup, I think, was kind of not a long time coming. That's not it. I don't, I mean, whatever. But the whole weighty Katie thing yeah. is, I don't know if we're allowed to curse on the show. But it's so crummy. <laughs> he says, he says, yeah. It's so shitty. Okay. <laughs> I'm 31 years old. Mm-hmm. I've us too. <laughs> da- <laughs> Look at us. I've been dating my boyfriend for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. And even now, it's like, that doesn't even seem very long to me. And people are like, are you going to get engaged? When are you right. going to get engaged? I'm like, when we do. Yeah. I'm not stressed. I'm actually not. Yeah. And that's not even like, I'm not stressed. I'm not stressed. <laughs> and for her, she was 25. Yeah. 
it is wacky so to think crazy. about. I don't think I realized then because she's what only like five years older than us, mm-hmm. four or five. And so to me, as like a twenty-one-year-old at the time, I was like, oh yeah, they should be getting married by now because I thought like, well, like, oh, that's what people do—they yes. get married at like yes. twenty-six. And it's Hilarious. a prince. It's a princess. The whole yeah. thing. And she'd been covered and hounded by paparazzi for so long. Yeah. I feel like that you're you just kind of were expecting it. I yeah. don't know. But so I can see how that would be annoying. Would be annoying. And then he is a 25-year-old dude who's a prince. Yeah. Spending all these weekends away. He still had all that hair. <laughs> He's right, this is such an important point. He still had all his hair. So he was like a still hot the hottest, prince. literally yeah. the hottest person in Second. the country. With the Second, most Prince Harry, let's be honest. <laughs> he was ex- yeah. Like, he but existed. I don't know, William with that hair, just I want to brush my hands through it and like <laughs> you would give him a bath or something. <laughs> What the hell is wrong a platonic with you? Path? Just like a... <laughs> I mean, whatever. Kind I have of... a boyfriend now, but <laughs> still would give William a bath. This was 2007. Um, no, I, I he was at his like yeah he was the hottest bachelor in the country. Mm-hmm. Every single I mean he was going to be the future king of England. Like before he even left for college, it was still like okay like let's watch every single moment of his life to see who he winds up with. Um, so yeah, I think like the, the attention to her was natural and they did all the, the firm did all of these things to make it seem like she was the one, Mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't just like she was some floozy that appeared at polo matches. Like she was in the Royal box at events and right. You know, she did take a while for that to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, she was so young and he was so young and they didn't want to like repeat, um, past mistakes like when they kind of pushed Charles and Diana together so they were kind of giving them their time and also I assume like the royal family probably at first would have rather he married someone with an aristocratic background and they probably had to come around to that a little bit I'm just assuming but so yeah it it was a it took a while for her to kind of get into the fold but it was it seems very natural when you look back on it yeah they're like oh this year this happened this year this happened like very slow advancements but yeah, everyone was calling her Weighty Katie, That's saying that so she was just bad. sitting around waiting. And I guess in a way she kind of was just because of the fact that her relationship kind of took over her life. She couldn't go outside. She couldn't really like do stuff with her friends. She couldn't yeah. just be a normal person. So in that sense, she was perhaps waiting. But I just think it's very rude and not feminist to say like a woman is just waiting for that ring. Yeah, maybe they weren't waiting. They were dating. Right. Like yeah. they were actually just dating. They were together the whole time. You know, like we're not all just waiting for a ring to fall from the sky at all times. Like that's not the purpose of being with another person. And I think that she really cared about him and respected him. So is it waiting or is it also saying, OK, I'm not going to go out and party in the same way yeah. that I maybe would if I were single, because if it shows up. Yeah. In the tabloids, that's embarrassing for my boyfriend and his family. Well, that's mm-hmm. the thing. We love the um, we love the disco moment. But otherwise, she was it, it's an anomaly because otherwise she was so incredibly respectful. Kate Middleton has never had a misstep, you know, like she that's why they're so right for each other. I think William, however, <laughs> William, so, yeah. So we were looking at some old stories and woof um, th- we have this story of a prince at a crossroads. And so it's like him out at a club. Um, he 
he grabs a boob. Grabbage. He grabs a boob. So this is I don't. This was um, another tabloid. So they interviewed these two women who he was partying with at a bar. Um, one who is a Brazilian girl. I think they're both Brazilian. And so in one of the photos, he has they're on either side of him, and he has his arms on them, and it looks. I guess it looks like he's grabbing a, a breast of hers. And so. She spoke to the press and she said, I was a little bit drunk myself, but I felt something brush my breast. I thought it couldn't be the future king. But now that I've seen the picture, it's no wonder he's got a smile on his face. He has big manly hands and certainly knows what to do with them. Ew. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. How, I can't comment on that. Like, it's just. It's oh. so gross. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Um, and then the other girl says he was being really flirty and I was quite taken aback, but just went for it. Um and then, but then she discusses how he was taking shots of Sambuca, and she says, "I call that stuff rocket fuel. It does give you a huge hit very quickly and gets you rolling drunk." Wow, everyone's terrible. Sambuca, they're so awful. <laughs> who drink? Who takes shots of Sambuca? A twenty-five-year-old dude. I, like when you're raiding your parents' liquor cabinet when you're seventeen, and you're like, "What's this? I don't know. It smells like evil." I think Nail I'll put it in my liquor. throat. I definitely think groping in any sense is awful but groping aside I don't really blame him for having a partying stage just because I think to find the person that you're going to marry at such a young age you it's not like you miss out on all of the drunk adventures of being young you kind of luckily and fortunately get to bypass it because it is awful but he didn't really have that stage so he had a few months where he did act like a drunk idiot and I would never ever condone groping but like I understand he was young yeah he needed to like actually have fun it's I mean obviously we know Harry loves to have fun Mm -hmm. um loves a a Vegas pool party but that was not Williams (laughs) yeah strip poker games etc um yeah, I, I, this was this was William's moment to do that a little bit. Um, I actually, you know, we mention our beloved um, future, like uh, previous guests all the time. But the Fug Girls, of course, wrote the royal we. And that is sort of a reimagining of what might have happened between William and Kate. Um, and but there are certain details that are so clearly referring to William and Kate. So in that book semi-spoiler alert, they mm-hmm. break up as well. And the depiction of when and why they break up is so similar to William and Kate and and you really get to see all of the, uh, that's what's so fun about the book you're seeing the internal struggles of why someone would break up with a really dreamy future king of England and it is her feeling completely alone all the time because he's away on military service and she's just she can't leave her apartment because the paparazzi are hounding her she's really pursuing a fake career of her own because she's expecting that they're going to get married which is kind of what Kate was doing um, she can't trust anybody because everyone's trying to get dirt on her and she misses this love of hers and so that it would sort of pull them apart that way because a he's not ready to get married and b he's working hundreds of miles away from her right and she's you know i think that women themselves are more mature anyway so i'm sure she was a little bit more um grounded perhaps at that time and as you said she has to stay at home and do nothing and he's like oh look i'm meeting all these new exciting people and having fun with the boys and we go out and party at night and wasn't one of the the first sticking points that was rumored that he did not come with her to her parents for New Year's? Something like yeah, that. it was Christmas. I think it was like the, she got an in she after Christmas because they can't. Oh, okay. She can't have Christmas with his family mm-hmm. because they're not married yet, and right? Like, except for Megan did mm-hmm. it this year, but um, I think he was supposed to spend part of the holiday with her family, and then he backed out 
Interesting. Which I'm sure they don't spend a lot of time together already. And yeah, it's you know. like, an, like an extra insult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like if you don't say your significant other for a month or longer and then they're avoiding you and blowing you off on New that, Year's, that feels awful. Yeah. Yeah. All Team these Kate. like rules and protocol aside, like this is terrible. Like I think anybody can understand why they would break up. Um, we're just so glad that they got back together. And not just because. I mean, if they weren't right for each other, they should have stayed apart. But they're clearly so right for each other. And I think that even more as time goes on. I feel like I was even more convinced of that by Megan and Harry because they're so different, you know, like they're just more sort of political and socially minded. And they both are a little sillier and stuff like that, whereas William and Kate are like by the book, you know. Although he called I'm I. If you remember when their um, voicemails leaked. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> we just talked about this a couple weeks ago. Oh, the, They're like the baby, baby cakes. Oh, oh, baby kins. That's what it was. I thought so it was baby good. cakes, but that's even better. I just can't imagine mm-hmm. him uttering baby kins. Yeah. <laughs> no, so I can't good. I not either. But that's their own silly version of yeah. being silly. It's really, yeah. it's cute. And yeah. also in a British accent, it's just great. Mm-hmm. And then also I wanted to bring up Jekka Craig, who yes. was known to be like his first love before he went away to school they grew up together well she's from africa so like they grew up together at her like when he would go visit her in africa and stuff like that but she i was google image searching her last night because i couldn't sleep and i was like what else am i gonna do and she looks a lot like kate she has the same light brown hair very long and lean body like skinny tall very pretty but um i was thinking about it also today because uh, William announced that he's going to be going to Africa and Celeb Bitchy, uh, which I read religiously, um, kind of hypothesized that maybe he was going to go visit uh, Jekka because she lives in Kenya. And they said that when in 2016 he went to Africa to go to her wedding, he also tacked on some uh, work events. Yeah. yeah, so that it was like a real thing and he wasn't just like going to a friend's wedding. And Celeb Bitchy wasn't like suggesting anything bad. They're like longtime friends. But that also like it reminds me of um, when he and Kate were having issues when they were younger. People would be like, it's because he's really in love with Jekka Craig. Yeah. And I wonder if she has like a group chat with Cressida and Chelsea <laughs> Davies. Like, do you think that they all talk about being the first girlfriends? Like the definitely the girls who didn't yeah. get crowned. I yeah. bet. Also, Cressida is really close friends with Eugenie. So, because that's how she met Harry. So, I bet Cress is going to be at this wedding. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I'm pulling for Carly Kloss also at that wedding, even though she spends with Beatrice, not Eugenie. But she was one of the face. Was yeah, she the revealer exactly. of the uh, So she must be a Eugenie. No, no, it, it was, was um it was Carly showing her ring to Beatrice, not oh, Eugenie showing her ring many, to Carly. Too many role models. I mean, listen, they're all very fancy people, mm-hmm. but I guess what I'm saying is a Kushner could be a Princess <laughs> Eugenie's wedding. Oh god. <laughs> um but anyway, yeah, that was Jekka. I will look for any opportunity to discuss Jekka because her name is Jekka. J-E-C-C-A. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't make any sense to me. I just it. love certain British names for just sounding like so jazzy and bizarre. Posh. Po- yeah, just, I mean, posh is sort of the word, but they're also kind of just silly. Well, it's kind of like how Eugenie is not Eugenie, it's Eugenie. <laughs> it's not like that. No, I mean like, <laughs> just like, they or they seem like made up, you know? Mm-hmm. They, they sound like, I don't know, noises. Jekka. I personally also am just interested in the fact that Kate Okay, this is not the right word. 
when you're in a relationship, you don't let anyone do anything. People yes. decide together, I'm sure. <laughs> but she let him go to visit her and yes. like go. Yes, was exactly. it her wedding or was it, it was her, her wedding? Hers. It's interesting. And she had, I think Charlotte was still really young. So perhaps that's why she didn't go. Yeah, it was something like that. And it was around Easter. Anyway, yeah, that's just interesting. Like, would I go to my ex's wedding? I don't know. Like, yeah, it's really two questions. Would I let my boyfriend go to his ex's wedding? And would I, and would you want to go to your ex's right. wedding? Your serious Although, ex's I wedding. I guess the whole thing is they're such close friends. Yeah. Yeah. And she's been photographed with Jekka over the years yes. at different events. But I don't know if that's just being polite. I can't relate to any of this. I can't either. <laughs> but not because they're royal. This is one thing that surpasses, um, royal status I think is that doesn't make a lick of sense to me it's like <laughs> oh yeah have your ex come to hang out with let's my family yeah let's all have dinner I want to be photographed together like mm-hmm. who's that for I mean if is that for paparazzi I don't understand it or Ew. for the smoothing over of the yeah, nothing of nothing the rumor and, yeah I, I just that's not something I would want to have to do something I want to do now so no Mm-mm. no thank you not flying to Kenya for an ex's wedding can you imagine before we adjourn the royal pod let's do some highs and lows it's time for the royal highs and lows start with Sally oh yeah. my goodness okay well both my high and my low are of course poopgate <laughs> it's my favorite thing on the entire planet I think that's extremely extremely fair and it's valid that it's both because the high is the spotting of maybe Megan and then the low is having to talk about poop. Yeah. No, no. Oh, it's not even. <laughs> I mean, like sure. I relish the opportunity to talk Can about poop. Can I say poop. one other thing oh, about God, it? Oh, my please. That is part of my low, actually. The low is the fact that perhaps it's not, I mean, I don't actually care if it's her or not. Of course it's her. But <laughs> the fact that it even is a possibility is so great. Another part of the low is if you look at the Twitter thread. Mm-hmm. People are very mean. Really? And this is the thing about Twitter in general. People can be very mean on social media. Oh, God. But, you know, this woman is a journalist, and that's why she's verified and all that, and that's why people saw it. But she's just on vacation with whomever and took the photo, and she's like, I saw Meghan Markle. And people are very mean to her about it in the comments. Oh. I want to go look, but I don't want to go look. Yeah, it's not really worth it. It's just kind of saying how, you know... How could he be so dumb that that's, you know, it's just so interesting and, okay. and being nasty to like this that. woman. Yes. To our friend um, Amanda Draper. And that's just sad. No, that's the reader. <laughs> Lisa Petrillo. <laughs> I love them all. I want all of them to be on the show. <laughs> um, okay. That's a good one. What about you, Lisa? So my high is that uh, Harry went to a military event and he looked very attractive mm-hmm. and he was just wearing like khakis, but nice khakis, not like dad khakis. And then a nice blazer and buttoned down with a great tie and he's just looking good and he's like inspecting the troops and hmm. you're <laughs> inspecting Harry yeah. yeah yeah we we you know I, I it would be fun if Megan were at this event but he you know he has served some time so it's nice that he gets to see and then my low military event. my low is um there was a people report about how Megan doesn't know who to trust anymore which duh mm-hmm. like yeah how could you have any trust for anybody after everything that's happened but it's just sad yeah it's lonely yeah Yeah. it it really bums me out I mean she clearly can't trust people on the street when she's picking up her dog's poop so (laughs) I respect it I understand where she's coming from um my high I think you might have taken mine Lisa because I enjoyed it so much um my high is reminiscing about William and Kate because on I swear to god the weekend they got married though Sally's story might 
one up mine was one of the best weekends of my whole life. It wasn't just them, it's just like a bunch of great things happened that weekend, but it kicked off with being champagne drunk at work after watching that beautiful occasion. Um, my low is that we still have no Kate Middleton. This might just be my low for the rest of, until she reappears. But we think that there's hope. Did you see that she went to an event with William? It was a closed door event. So there's oh, no photos. Mm-hmm. But um, she did go to an event with William, I think today, okay. uh, this week. So hopefully that means... It's like a soft launch. Yes, that she'll be making more public appearances again in the future. Okay. Oh yes, to our listeners, we're recording a few days early because Kate... Lynn, <laughs> our, Caitlin, our world traveler, is going on a trip. Yeah. So watch my Instagram. You can drop us an email at info at gallerypodcast.com to ask any and all questions about the Royals or just send some commentary. Um, remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Here's a real review from Jake and Junie. Um, she said, they said, I look forward to Thursday every week to receive my weekly dose of royalty. Hosts are fabulous and funny and witty in a world of sometimes not great things. Lisa and Caitlin are awesome. I do hope that we pull you out of the muck that is the universe because this podcast helps pull me out of the muck. Seriously. Um, thanks, ladies, for your work. Fingers crossed emoji. You both make it to Windsor soon. Again, we would really like someone to pay us to go to Windsor. <laughs> oh my God, take me with you. Right? Okay, yeah. Should we go for Eugenie's? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. The 13th go. is my birthday. It seems like we Ooh. go to the festival, okay. the Eugenie Festival. Oh my God. Perfect. Well, Crowns up the ready. Oh my yes. God. We so, plan. people who own companies sponsor us. <laughs> Windsor, I'm saying Windsor Tourism Board is who I'm pulling for. They don't really need help, I don't think. But yeah, we just need to at them. British oh, yeah. Airways? Oh, now you're you're talking. Mm -hmm. Now you're absolutely talking. Um, You guys can follow the show on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. You can follow me, Caitlin Menza, at HeyKMenz on Twitter and Instagram and read my writing at CaitlinMenza.com. Where can people find you, Sally? They can find me at Sally Holmes on Instagram or Twitter. And of course, at MarieClaire.com. MarieClaire.com. <laughs> <laughs> We're all working on it. And then you can follow me, Lisa Ryan, on Twitter and Instagram at Lisa Raya, and then read my writing at The Cut. And thank you so much again to Sally Holmes for being yeah. here. Thank you guys. This is so much fun. Yeah. It's just as fun as you guys think. <laughs> <laughs> She's also wearing an amazing t-shirt for the occasion of Queen Elizabeth wearing sunglasses. And the sunglasses have Union Jacks in the eyes. Where did you get this t-shirt? It is truly epic. Someone at work left it on my chair because I'm that royally obsessed. <gasps> I love it. Oh, we'll have to have A back. perfect guest. Yes. <laughs> um, and until next week, God save the pod. I seriously want that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, can I just check that collar? (laughs) Her Majesties of Royally Obsessed have retired for this episode. God save the pod. And if you fancy the podcast, give Royally Obsessed the royal rating of five stars on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Royally Obsessed Podcast and join our Facebook group, Royally Obsessed. Royally Obsessed is a gallery podcast production.